0: Shut up, and and sit down. down. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Thurge's episode 287, and I, of course, am your host, your funky leader, the greatest man who's ever lived. It's me. It's Matt. And I say this all the time, but I really, really mean it this time. I am pumped for the show because we got a lot of fun stuff to talk about in this episode. And we're going to talk about it with my buddy who's here with me, as we both are 99.9% of the time. He's the light bearer, the light bringer, the light bearer, bringing the beast master, a third shift. He's Eric. And he's here with me to tell us, man, Eric, golly gosh, jeepers, G Willers, how was your week this week? Oh, and it's all good again, man.
1: Oh, the gates of heaven have opened. All right. They shone upon me and they said, I will grant you your gift. I will give you what you have desired. And I said, what have I desired all this time, almighty gods? And they say, you have desired this one little game called Lost Ark. Well, that's a great thing. I appreciate that. I don't know if that's really what I desired, but it is fun. I do like it. I'm having a good time. So I played that a little bit with a family member Having a, having some fun, he said. Well, you know, Matt keeps telling me this doesn't count because it's kind of like that—just MMO little click. It's just it's just getting the primitive Eric brain going. He's just, oh, oh oh, me do this. I could oh, this. I could do this. I, play, I do play this, this dude. Click 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 click. So I said, maybe that's not enough. I don't know if I'm back. Then the gods went well we'll bless you with this horizon forbidden west game and i said whoa yes i beat the other game i got a platinum trophy which i then posted out into the world and said wow look at what i did nobody cared nobody said a word and i said whoa wow sad for me but it didn't matter because i did it for myself anyway so i said this will be great got in there and i started playing sure enough i got hooked Oh, coming back with Aloy, you know, Silence, he's out there being a a douchebag, doing what he wants to do, and you're chasing after him. And he's, of course, smarter than you are because you're Aloy and you're just not too bright. You just kind of react. Aloy's all about reacting. That's all she ever does. So the thing happened, I'm going to go look at this. Silence, he's out there making the moves, making things happen. And so you're chasing after him. You're meeting up with a whole bunch of friends from the previous title, having a good time. And then, of course, I get out of the uh, the chains or whatever, chain scrape, and it opens up. I mean, these huge, huge areas, little freaking boop, 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 question marks just everywhere, as far as the eye can see, man, as far as the eye can see. And then, of course, go get the tall necks, and the tall necks will open up the map. They'll give you even more stuff to do. So I go do a tall neck. I'm like, oh, I remember this. I remember how awesome this is. Finding a way to get jump onto the tall neck, climb the tall neck, open it up, and then... Stuff everywhere, just everywhere. And you're like, oh yeah. I could just do this forever. I don't even have to play the game. I just go do side quests, Matt. That's all I gotta do. And that's what I was gonna do. But then a different title came out, Matt. A different one. And I'm like, what's this? What's this game, Eld Ring? Game of the Year, that's what they tell me. Elden Ring, game of the year. Game of the year. Oh, you heard about that Elden Ring game? We mocked it. We made fun of it. We said, mm-hmm. <laughs> Game of the year. Oh, oh, oh. you paying attention?
0: That's so stupid! I'll never play that dumb game. That game, that's game. That's a stupid game for stupid idiots. That's what we said, and we went, yeah. ha, 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 and we rubbed our bellies when we said, ha,
1: yeah. ha, 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 ha. from software. Ooh, oh, oh, I got to dodge, roll everything, and I can't do
0: anything. <laughs> from some stupid people to some more stupid people. Ha ha ha! Who would like those games?
1: And then I played it. Mm-hmm. I got it. I bought it, and I went, "Wow, I'm going to get in this game and check it out." And now all I want to do is play it. That's mm-hmm. all I want to do. Yeah. I went, hey, I should go play Horizon. Nope. Nah. Ain't got time for Horizon right now. mm
0: There was one day. Now, my morning routine, as, as you know, maybe not everyone else knows, I get up, take my shower, make my breakfast. And now that I'm on a normal human shift, you know, I get up at six o'clock, do all that stuff, and I sit down with my coffee and my breakfast, and I play my Animal Crossing for an hour before I go to work. I do that every day, every single day. But Monday, I sat down with my coffee and my breakfast, and I booted up Animal Crossing, and I looked at it, and I went, not today. And I turned it off, and I put Elden Ring on. And I went, yeah. And I only, I went, I only have an hour, so I'm going to go, I'm getting on my damn horse, and I'm running, I'm running, I'm just. Anything I find, I'm going to remember it, or I'm going to run past it and go, oh, man, there's goblins. Oh, man, those are skeleton wizards. Oh, boy, look at that thing. Oh, hey, what's this? Let me follow this golden tree. Oh, oh, what? what is... Oh, click on the tree. Oh, it makes a little golden ghoul man start walking. Well, there's no enemies here. We'll follow this golden ghoul man. Oh, oh, he led me into a cave. Oh, there's a sight of grace in here. Oh, it's a dungeon. Oh, oh, look what I did. But now i got to go to work, but it's perfect because... I found a new thing that I can fast travel to anytime I want right now. And I, now I know where this thing is. It was so good. It made me break my routine because it's so good and fun.
1: It did. It, it sparked the life. You know, Horizon did it. So I don't want to like be elder rings what did it, did it. Horizon was like, hey, here's a video game back for you. But then ring came. And now I just like, I need to go home. I need to get on Elden Ring. I just wanna, I just need to, I need need, I just need to get on Elden Ring and just do one more thing, one more thing. You know what? I heard somebody say if I go to that that little marsh area and over in the wet right side, you're gonna get that treasure chest and it's gonna take you to the one area and then you, like you said, you find the centipede people and the weird weird miners and then you get out of there and you're in an environment you're not even supposed to be in, mm-hmm. but there's some super cool stuff there. You can go do it oh and I did it and I went all over the place and it was great and then I went well what if I over here like you said I went through this weird forest and met a ghost and followed the ghost and he led me to this treasure chest but right next to the treasure chest was this gigantic 20-foot bear who woke up and started screaming and hailing and chasing me but then I come around and find out that the bear was literally sleeping on top of a hole that goes into a dungeon and I went yay for me! And I went into the dungeon, and I got super cool treasure. And at this point, Matt, I'm still a scrub. I haven't even gone and done Godric, let alone the boss that's before him.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But I've got like 11 talismans at this point. All these flipping dungeons keep giving me talisman after talisman after talisman after talisman. I'm like, what am I even gonna do with all these damn talismans? Most of them doing the fact that like, hey, your bow competency up is 25%, this that. But one of them Actually, it's like 25% less fire damage or something. I'm like, well, I know Godric from the thing speeds out big old belches of fire because he's got a giant dragon hand. Maybe that'll be useful. Maybe doing all these random little dungeons is actually going to help me out when I go finally beat the first boss, who's supposed to be extremely easy, and, you know, the intro boss to get you going. And, of course, yeah, you hit Colt Fingers easy, and by easy, that means if you love From Software-type games, it Hmm. shouldn't be too big of a challenge. But for us you're talking, you know, the real deal. This is but I find Matt, that it's kind of it's it's not it's not quite the same. I want to say like Monster Hunter. Monster Hunter is all about picking your moves, knowing how to take the enemy down, find the weak points, you know, exploiting them and then winning the day. This game's kind of the same because each boss has like a pattern, something they're doing. So as long as you kind of get to know it, you can go, okay, he's going to do slash, slash, big jump, roll back. That gives you about three seconds to cast a spell or do whatever. And then, you know, that kind of thing. But it's not quite the same because some bosses just don't do that. They go Correct. like ape shit sometimes. And you'll be like, okay, slash, slash. And all of a sudden they're like wigging out and going nuts. And you're like, oh, I'm just dead because I, I didn't expect that.
0: Yes. The giant bear always does two swipes and then he'll back off and he'll do his bite charge. But instead of two swipes, now he did four swipes, and he's pounding the ground. Uh-huh. And then he backed off, and he jumped in and did the pattern again. So it is very – the thing – I don't even know. There's so many things I want to talk about. I don't even know. <laughs> but it's – it is – it feels so good once you do get the patterns down. Because when they do break the pattern, you feel more equipped to – or you have lasted long enough, and you're you know only one potion deep out of your bag of five potions or how many you have instead of four potions deep. Plus they always seem to change up about halfway through their life bar, which I really appreciate because you'll fight hard, like try them two or three times and then you get them down to a half and then they do something else. They like pull out a sword or they start shaking their head and they get a different pose on. And I'm like, Oh man, what is this now? Whoa, what am I doing now? Roll, roll shield up, shield up and rolling. Oh my God. But it feels so good once you know that pattern. Even first stuff as simple as those stupid Mongolian riders, the the, the guys with oh, the yeah. big old scimitar things. And we just call them Mongolian riders because that's what I think of when...
1: That's what I think of when we see them.
0: But even those, when you first run into them, they hit like trucks and they wild out. They wig out. And they can just take you down like like that. But once you've seen them enough times, you know for them, because they're just regular enemies, you know all their patterns. So you see him just like, oh, it's a, it's a rider. Block, block, dodge, king guard counter, fing, doom, back off, fireball, dead. It's not even not even a sweat, not even nothing. And it feels so good to make that progress, whether it's on a boss or regular stuff. The process is hard, but once you get it, oh, it's just it's sweet candy just dripping down on your head. It just feels great.
1: It makes you feel great. It makes you feel accomplished. But this game also delivers the opposite, that humble pie. Yeah, like yeah. Today, for example, I told you, I went into this big, long dungeon. Wolves, bats, mainly, that was it. I was like, okay, I got this. I can one-hit wolves and bats. It's not an issue. There's a spot where you have to jump onto this platform with a waterfall, and as soon as you land, two bats immediately attack you. Like immediately, and you can't, you can't cheat like you typically get to do with the astrologer and just whap him from far away. And I don't ever even know what a bat is because that sucker's dead from a mile away. No, no, sir. They're hidden and you can only engage them once you jump. And they come out swinging, they come out blasting, and they're dodging my little, my little, uh, my little pew 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 pew, pew my little glintstone pebble, dodging it. So then I have to equip the one that tracks. But the one that tracks takes longer to cast. Meanwhile, they're just smoking you. So by the time I kill the one with the tracking, it's already got me at about 60% HP. Next one's smoking me. I'm trying to dodge roll. I died at least seven, eight times trying to kill two measly bats. Uh Just some stupid bats. And you just sit there and you just grind your teeth and you just go, is that what this is? Just you just gonna let me do this? This is what life is. Just two bats. Two bats can are gonna kill me at this point? <laughs> really? This is what we do? And that's what happened though. It is what happened. And then I finally get to the boss. And I was thinking in my head the whole time, that boss, I'm gonna smoke him like I do all these bosses now. But no. He posed a challenge. He almost he almost got me. Almost. But I still prevailed, and it's just like you said. It's because I stood back, and while I was being a, a cheap astrologer and just casting my spell at him, while my necro skeletons, you know, took the uh, tanking, I'm not an idiot. I was watching what he's doing to them, and going, okay, he does this huge AoE swipe, then he does a huge AoE blast, and then he does like a charge move, because I knew they were gonna die, and I knew I was eventually gonna get aggro, and sure enough, it happened. So I at least went in going, okay, dodge, dodge, run away, dodge, you should have a second hit. And it was awesome.
0: Now, we keep saying this, we keep using the word dodge, and I feel like that's the thing that I'm still... When I say this, it's going to sound really bad, but you'll hear me out when I say this. That's one thing I still feel like I'm learning, is the dodges, because I'm so used to games where like, the boss will wind up and do its big tell... And as soon as you see that tell, you dodge because he's just going to hit the spot in front of him. Uh Or, you know, he's going to do his AoE swipe. But as soon as you dodge, you're home free McJones. But here it's, you'll see the windup, and that windup lasts a long time. And as you're moving, he's tracking you. And then even, even like as the attack's coming... You still have to wait to dodge because you have to wait until it almost hits you mm-hmm. and then you can dodge it. Or at least to where it's so far along in the animation of him moving that he's not gonna like also do a weird lunge forward. And I feel like that's what I'm still working on, I guess, because I'm so used to like they reared up and they're coming down, so I'm good to dodge, because most games you dodge and you're like you're right behind him. Mm-hmm. But instead your dodge is comparatively you're dodging an inch on a human so that's what i'm still like i said trying to work on or trying to get my mind right around where it's just like it's coming and it's coming and it's coming but i only dodge it here cuz i you know even when i do like a early dodge and i do miss it then i'm still 10 miles away so i have to
1: truck over
0: run and chuck oh he's doing his other ability he's doing oh, his
1: next one block mm-hmm. block
0: so yeah it's yeah. it's weird but it's when you get it and you, you do hit those last second dodges and you're right in position because you just went whoop, just a little bit around. Oh, it feels good because even though my damage isn't that great because I'm mostly put into defense and everything so far. Oh, it feels good to just wail away. Here's the thing I was just thinking about because the last boss I fought, that big stupid bear. Once you got him down to like two thirds health or yeah, he like fell down. He had his glowing spot on his head like those giant ogres dudes do. They gotta, they gotta patch in or something where doing that critical hit is a lot easier. Because even like the the night dudes, I'll do the guard counter and they fall to their knees and I'll wait like two seconds and then I'll hold that attack button, which is normally, boom, run them through and uh-huh. you get the boom. And then sometimes they'll go slash. And that's what you do in those moments when they drop to their knees and have the big glowing orange spot. I didn't even know because my character would never do it. I'd be in position. I'd be... I'd press the button. But, there, well, I mean, on one of them, there's a timing to it because you've got to get up, and then you can do it. But I feel like that's got to... It's such a weird window because I'll wait. I won't wait. Sometimes it'll work. Sometimes it won't. That's, that's Hey, there's my one bit of beef on this game right now. It's, it's, that timing on that is strange. <laughs> Not only is the timing strange, but just playing
1: the game in general, like having to learn everything and figure this out, the game doesn't tell you anything anything it just goes hey here you go you know if you don't collect you know the crafting items if you don't go find the needles for this and that if you don't go find the ways in which to to make the food you'll just never do it you'll just never do it you have to find it buy it and get it going otherwise you can just play the whole game and never know about any of it
0: here's an awesome thing that i did find the last time i played somebody dropped or I, i got it off the ground like a sewing kit. No, it's sewing kit. What the hell is this? Rest at the next sight of grace. Oh, hey, alter your items. Oh, I can upgrade my own items. Sweet. Went in. I can make all of my items worse. Oh, that's good. I can make them worse. They're lighter, but all the stats drop. And I go, what? why can't I make my clothes worse? Why is this a thing? Well, I'll find out eventually, or I'll find a like an upgraded sewing kit like the Smithing Stones. There's the mm-hmm. one, three, five, seven, and nine, or whatever they are. I'm sure there's sewing kit one, sewing kit three, sewing kit five, seven, nine, mm-hmm. where I can actually make them better. But it's so great. I was like, oh, yeah, it's time to upgrade my confessor hood that I changed out of because I found this better thing. Oh, I can make it look uglier and be worse. Cool. Fantastic. It, I love it. It's great. <laughs>
1: I find myself right now as the astrologer in a a predicament. I find tons of stuff, tons of gear, tons of things, but I can't wear any of it. It all requires crazy amounts of strength, dexterity, this and that. And I'm like, okay, this is frustrating. I need to find something that I can wear that's like robes or whatever, and I'm just not doing it. So, like, I'm in the position where I go, okay, well, what's this set? Oh, can't wear it. Okay, well, what's this set? Oh, can't wear it. Okay, what's this set? I, oh, you're going to want this set. Yeah, but where's this set? Oh, you can get this set after Godric and da, da 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 And I'm like, so nowhere in this entire plateau, this entire zone, can I get a piece of gear that I can wear besides this, really. And, of course, I, I did end up finding like a couple things, but it's not really an upgrade to magic, but it, it allows me to wear it and I get my armor up, things like that. So that's my kind of beef It's just like, I'm like, I'm finding tons of cool loot and tons of unique things. But I'm like, unless you go to a guide, unless you look something up, the chances of you finding, at least for an astrologer thus far in the early game, an upgrade is very, very small. I did it find finding a helm that's made for me and then the meteorite staff, which is awesome, but you can't upgrade the meteorite staff. So it's like super cool. But I've got, like you said, a bunch of smithing stones. And I'm like, I am just ripping, roaring, ready to get a staff that I can upgrade to make that sucker go through the roof, but until I do, I'm just using the meteorite staff and doing what I can.
0: And I may or may not have heard this. I may have imagined it, but I think the staffs have to be upgraded with a different thing, like a different resource. Oh, so you can't person. use
1: the, the smithing stones? Okay. I believe
0: that's for like armor and weapons, weapons, and just regular weapons. Okay, I think you need some kind of some kind of other stone because they didn't say smithing stone. They said. Orbs of Galadriel, some some damn thing, but I I imagine that's like through a you know a sorcery crafter. Yeah,
1: I've I've found a sorceress, but she hasn't offered me anything like that. The, so far, I've given her two royal scrolls, and she's just up to the amount of spells I can learn, which is really cool, and I can't wait to get them. But nothing like that. So yeah, that's something I guess I'll have to take a peek at because if that's the case, then all these I've got I don't know a ton of smithing stones. So.
0: Now, the other thing that I found out, or that I realized for myself, is, like you said, I I wear this, but it's not good for this and that. Like, all my Confessor armor, it has so many great stats and so many things, but what do I die to all the time? Getting punched by stuff. So that's what I upgraded. I I got the Mongolian Rider helm, and their. I've got most of their outfit, but I don't wear Mm -hmm. it all. But when I put it on, hey, I'm better at getting punched in the face with this big helmet on. And, they, and I live so much longer now. Now, I'm sure I'll run into like those skeleton warlocks that shoot like little trail skull oh, things I hate at those you. Those things, yeah. So I'm sure those will wreck me because this isn't good against magic that much. But 99% of the things that hit and kill me are a fist or a club or a sword. So I get fist and club and sword stuff and I put that on and now I feel great and it's good.
1: Yeah, I'm in the same boat. I, the stuff I did find, I was like, all right, look, it's taking a hit to some of my magic. But I don't care. I want to be able to at least survive a couple right. hits. And of course, earlier I exaggerated by telling you one hit I'm dead at everything. That's not quite true, but you should in be. essence, you should. I know. Be. Oh, stop being mean. All right, I'm trying my <laughs> best. <laughs> but I have found some cool gear. Like I'm in the traveler's garb right now. It's you know it's pretty cool. And I have the um, the gargoyle helmet on right now, which is actually made for astrologers. It has a uh, like a plus five to in, like built into it, so it's really good. So I'm finding stuff. And and early on, I wasn't. And now all of a sudden, I feel like it's clicked, and I'm like, oh, okay, this is what's happening. And I'm finding all sorts of gear, even though it ain't for me necessarily, I'm finding it. And like I told you, I've got like 11 freaking talismans now from all sorts of things, it's, and it feels good.
0: And I think that's the magic of it. And obviously, we're rambling super long about Elden Ring because it's so cool and we, we love it. But I felt that way to start with, like, hey, just go out and do stuff. And everything that I came across killed me, except for the dopey soldiers in the intro area. And I I did, like, after that first night we played, and then another night, I was getting frustrated. But the beauty of this whole game is when you find something that frustrates you, you can literally turn around and get on your horse and leave and go find something that interests you. And if what interests you that day is just running around and looking at stuff, grab that horse and just ride through that forest. Go up. Well, there's a there's a big old fog of war north on the map. I don't know anything that's up there. Just go. Just go and explore. And you'll find stuff that is cool. I guarantee it. You know, if you're just looking for dungeons and bosses to fight and enemies to kill, you might just get frustrated because I did. But when I'm You know, when I go down that dungeon, and I've tried it three times, that boss is just killing me, and I don't feel like summoning in a dude to help me out, because I did that twice, and it was great, and they were super helpful, and we wrecked stuff, and it was fantastic. I just get on that horse, and I just go over there. Like, I went all the way down to this site of grace on the peninsula to find the knight's cavalry, and he kicked my ass, and I can't beat him. Okay, what else is here? I'm going to ride that updraft up, and I found that cool tower where I got the memory stone. Just because I was just exploring. And I think that's what's beautiful about this game. If you want to go do the tough stuff, you can go do the tough stuff all day long. If you don't, there's so much stuff to just explore and look at. And, you know, maybe find more dungeons that, yes, that has the tough stuff in it. But, like I told you, the one dungeon I found, you go so far underground. You see a beautiful vista just to even, like two of them, to even get down to where the dungeon is. And then you can just ride that back out. I found this cool dungeon. I'm not ready for it yet. But look at this cool ride I had along the way. And before that, I was a, on a 20-minute horse expedition. And while you're doing those expeditions, you're going to find those onesie-twosie enemies that are just hanging out. Mm-hmm. Well, gosh, I couldn't beat a whole camp full of soldiers. But here's one just out by his fire. Stab or, or you know, a tough fight. Oh, got him. Drink a potion. Sweet. You're one step closer. You found another dude. Oh, one step closer. The first invader I came across kicked my ass. Wandered around some more. Hey, you're getting invaded again. Oh, well, here we go. Kick that one's ass. Now I'm one step closer to going back and finding that other one and kicking her butt. Now, you know, when you find a big enemy in the field and you do take it out, man, now you're one step closer to going back to that dungeon that was bothering you before. And now you're rolling through it. Or you at least you're buffed up enough. You're 50% closer to just cheesing and rolling through it. So now when you do take hits, it's not as bad. You're not one swipe Jones, now you got 25% HP. One swipe Jones, you got 50%. That's so much closer. And it feels so good when you find that and when you do that. Everything in this game feels good if you just do the thing that you wanna do in the moment. Mm -hmm. Do you wanna go fight a boss? Yes. That feels really good. Do you want to not fight a boss and just go explore? Yes, that feels really, really good. I love it. Yeah,
1: I'm in the same boat. You know, there's times where I don't want to do the bosses, so exactly. I just run around. I just go open up stuff. And the best part is, is you can find actual loot, meaningful loot, just by wandering around. Mm-hmm. Like anytime you find a uh, church or cathedral or whatever, yeah, you're gonna find you know the golden seeds and the sacred tears and and the things like that inside of there. So you don't have to fight bosses. You ain't got to do nothing crazy to get these huge, awesome
0: upgrades. And those Sacred Tears change the game. Uh-huh. I think I've only found one. And it's already, like, every potion I drink is infinitely better. Uh-huh. Not infinitely, because there's a there's cap. Yeah. But you know what I'm saying. Like, it used to be, i have to drink two potions if I'm at 25% to get up to max. Now it's... Max. Here we go. Bam. I'm right back in it. Now my four potions last me twice as long so i can baby steps baby steps did it oh it's yeah. so great
1: so much good about this game so much and of course we're going to keep playing it and having a good time with it and i i look forward to talking about it even some more especially once we start actually beating you know some of the main uh main quest bosses and 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 progress the story a little bit
0: like doing actual story story yes. things yes
1: because like me and you let's be honest we haven't done any of that yet yeah we've just been roaming around doing mini dungeons and finding the loot like we've talked about. So I don't know what the hell is going on still except for the fact that I'm a tarnished and uh apparently this chick she's like, "Hey, I think you got potential, you know, maybe go uh maybe go prove yourself and beat this old uh, demigod." And I'm like, "Okay, cool. I don't trust her. No, I don't trust her don't at trust all. Her. No, I don't trust she's her. She's going
0: to she could be like Lady D and turn into some giant monster I'm going to have yeah. to
1: stab. Yeah, she, she keeps one eye closed, you know, it's cuz deep and high. you know what I mean? Something's wrong with her.
0: It's your big giant red eye that you have to shoot a rocket at. Yeah, exactly, like Resident Evil style.
1: Yeah, that's the way it is. So I don't trust it at all, but we'll see. We'll see, and we'll talk about it more. But we'll move on for now, Matt, because we didn't even ask you, what's your week been like? What are you doing?
0: I was just going to say, we're going to go into talking about what my week was like, 30 minutes into the goddamn show. we got like
1: 30 minutes left of this show. So (laughs) you know what?
0: (laughs) Do what you got to do. So obviously, I was playing Elden Ring a ton. I've also been playing Gen Dark on my Vita at lunches at work. They did the one thing that I hate most. They did the thing I hate most last time. They did it again this time where I had to escort a character because I was destroying everything in front. Enemy reinforcements right behind you. It's an archer who shot him once and he's dead. Okay. Reload. Do it again. Keep my archer back there. Plink one shot. Jeepers Creepers. But the game is a ton of fun. I love tactics, I love units, I love upgrading my stuff. I'm finally getting my core team together, because I have like 13 people right now, but you can generally only take six into battle, so I'm starting to get my my team together, I'm starting to use the upgrades to permanently upgrade their stats. Feels really good. Then the real-world front, went and saw Uncharted the movie over the weekend, which, you said it, it's just a fun popcorn ride. Just sit back and watch cool stuff happen, and I have one thing that I was going to say. I was going to give you props, Eric. I was going to come on here and be like, man, Eric. That would have been so great if I got props someday. I even someday. said it to the person that I was with. was like, I can't believe Eric didn't spoil that really cool thing that happens. And then today, as I was thinking, I'm going to give him props on the show. I went, Eric probably doesn't even know what that was. Well, you mean I did know. I just didn't spoil it. Come uh, on. So here. I Dude, know. It. I know that, now, Hey, you asshole. <laughs> hey, now, here, I'm giving you props. I'm glad you didn't no, do it because you. that was a moment. I literally sat up in the theater. I was the Leonardo DiCaprio meme that everybody uses for mm-hmm. everything now. Well, I did that and I looked at the person I was with who doesn't know and I went, ah, ah. And I had to lean over and be like, hey, that's, oh, it was so cool. Yeah.
1: Hey, Brian. Hey, that's that's my, ah, never mind. It's Uh
0: huh. So yeah, props to you, Eric. Thank you for not spoiling that because that was awesome. But that was my week this week. I didn't do anything else. I have a play coming up this next weekend so you guys can hear about that. And then, man, what else happens in the real world, Eric? Like, Video games come out and we play the crap out of them. Other Uh video games are coming out, or have come out already.
1: Let me tell you about this little title that I am purchasing myself on the Nintendo Switch Triangle Strategy, folks. is out as of March 4th. Do you think I got time for this? I do not. I do, I do not. Nope. But let me tell you, this is from the folks who got you Octopath Traveler and a whole bunch of other cool little games like that, and I can't say no. I can't say no, because if I don't buy this tactical RPG... That's inspired by those that came before it. I am a sinner against all tactical RPGs. And I will not be that, man. I will not be that. I won't stand for it.
0: No, I agree with you. Because I, I made that resolution. I'm not buying new games until this X date. But I have to buy this... I just don't have to let it keep me from playing other things that I'm yeah, playing just right
1: buy now. buy it and then put it aside.
0: Because I was literally looking at it and like, man, when I have this Switch case, it's going to feel so good. And I'm going to open it up and see the illustrations on the inside, turn it over on the back and probably see English, French, and Spanish. Because that's what they mm-hmm. always do and it makes me yeah, so yeah. mad. But then I'll have it. I'll like have it, have it, have it. Not even just download, but I'll have it. And so I'm going to have to do that. That doesn't count against my resolution, though. It doesn't count.
1: And I'll tell you what. The demo's out there already. You can play the demo, which is the opening of the game. Which, by the way, when you buy the game, you can take the opening that you just did and carries right over into the game so you don't have to repeat it and you get to keep going. You are in a fictional world, Norzelia, and you're one of the wolf heart pups. And there's these different major families and stuff's gone down. This whole war before the peace gets broken, mayhem ensues. All right. And you form like a little team, a little, a little, uh, you know, a little group. And you start trying to figure out how you can stop this from all going into madness and chaos. The cool part about this, and this ain't unique, but it's still really cool, is that first off, all your decisions, everything you do as a group gets decided you know, in a democratic way. So it'll be like, hey, look, we, we've, we've been holed up in our, our household here and we've got to get out of this. Well, one person says, well, let's just muster up everybody and just go punch them in the face, murder them all, and get out of this. One person goes, no, 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 no. How about we sneak out in the middle of the night, go set their tents on fire, kill their general, and then get out of it? And then another person says, no, let's let's send some people down as representatives, and we talk our way out of
0: this. It's a bad idea. You can't do that.
1: Always you know. a bad idea. Always a bad idea. Yeah, Stealth kill everybody. That's fine. But anywho, was, <laughs> all your teammates... We'll come up with different ways to solve this. And what's so cool about this is you get to go then gather evidence, look at the situation, talk to different people and their opinions on it, and then assess. Like Go around the town, go around the the vista, wherever you're at, and see what's going on. And now how this ties in is because you'll start to uncover that, hey, this town actually used to be this fort and used to have all these cool little things that would allow you to then send lava into the the town itself and just overrun it with lava well what do you mean though lava ain't that gonna destroy everything yeah it's gonna destroy everything but it'll totally like kill everybody and you're gonna win and then you'll take that knowledge and then you get to go talk to the other representatives and be like hey i I heard uh that there's like lava that we could just like pour onto the, the people and win what do you what do you think i'm not saying i'm gonna do it I'm just saying it's an option. And they'll be like, oh, if you did that, I'd totally hate you, and I'd never play with you again. I'd never, I, I wouldn't join anything you did. Oh, cool, I'm not saying I'm going to do that. <laughs> and then you walk off. And it's cool because you go to all the characters, you get this knowledge, and you ask them about it, and then you have to make a decision at the end of this. And you have to be like, based off the evidence you got, based off the things you found, you've talked to everybody, you've tried to sway them into like whatever particular path you want, and then at the end of it, you go, okay, I think I convinced three of them that pouring lava on the enemy is great. Now, two of them don't like it, but I think three of them are going to say, this is the coolest thing ever, and we're going to win. This is what I want to do. You say, did you did you do all you can? Yes? Yes. And then you say, all right. And then you roll the dice. And then the game goes, it goes through a whole big cutscene. It's like, da, da 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 I don't like this. I don't like this. And then you see, I vote for this, and it's literally got a little scale, and each person goes up and goes, I cast nay, I cast yay, and then you succeed or fail, and it's so freaking cool. I love love the idea of this, the possibility that you could screw the pooch, and you want to do something so bad, and you thought you were okay, and then all of a sudden everyone's like, nah, you're a trash bag. And you're like, oh, I hate my life. And now you have to be like, well, is this my true game? Do I live with the decision I made?
0: That's what you do. Yes, that's what or you do. There's do no I there's no decision. No, you man up and you take your L, take this L, as the meme Take says. this L
1: and become better. You yes. know what I mean? Exactly. I agree with you. But that's really cool. And then on top of it, it's a tactical RPG. And, and beyond that, it has the, all the really cool features you'd love from a tactical RPG. Anytime you go into combat... There's the environment there, and you have to utilize it to win. So there'll be like a cabin. You can send your archer with fire arrows to set the cabin on fire when the enemies get near it, which will then catch a cabin on fire, which will burn them. They have to then run away, which gives you more time to assess the situation. On top of that, they're taking fire damage, so they're going to be weaker when they come at you, things like that. You have to look at where you're at, look at who you have, and make decisions based off that. And I love that type of gameplay, not to mention the music's fantastic. The, uh, the the graphics, of course, are gorgeous. has that beautiful, awesome uh, HD 2D, they're calling it, pixel stuff going on. I can't say enough good things. If you like RPGs, especially tactical RPGs, and you got to switch, you have to check this out at the very least. Go check out the demo, and I'll tell you what, you won't be disappointed.
0: Now here, I got a two-pack of releases. And this this is an Eric Batten two-pack. These are, both of these games are 100% right up his alley. First one is Shadow Warrior 3. Because if you don't know Shadow Warrior, you should know Shadow Warrior because this is a run-and-gun, crazy, over-the-top action game with some humorous elements because you're Lo Wang, an Asian assassin who has these magical powers. You're running through, killing demons left, right, and center with guns, with a katana, with special powers that you get. Now, I'm going to keep pretty short because I have another game to talk about that Eric's going to love, and he's he's just going to go buy it right now. He's probably got it downloading right now, honestly. Hey, Shadow Warrior, honestly, I've already thought about it. So you're already on a good start. See, we're already there. (laughs) We're halfway there. But if you do know the previous Shadow Warrior games, your weapon selection has been pared down a little bit. You have a few less powers than you had. It's not quite as open and wild as the first two games but it's sliced down that combat to just you're running and you're gunning and the combat is fast and fluid and bloody and violent and gross and you can pull off these crazy gory finishers on certain enemies and with certain enemies when you do that finisher you make a weapon out of the body that you just mangled either you cut something open and reach something out and now you have this cool gun or like i think they showed one that was like There's an enemy that shoots lasers out of its head. Once you decapitate it with a finishing move, now that's a grenade. When you throw it out, it's like a laser disco ball out in the air. So everything's crazy and colorful and bright and weird and disgusting and strange. If you love fast action, if you love Doom, you should be playing some Shadow Warrior 3. But the thing that I found hilarious is I was watching a review of it, and people were saying, man, I just Lo Wang's always talking and making jokes and making crude jokes. I just can't stand it. And I went back to shadow warrior two and watch the review and people were saying man you know these jokes are pretty good i love Lo wang and i went went back to shadow warrior one which is the one that i've played and beaten and was like well this is so great he runs his mouth all the time and i love it It it's funny he's telling jokes and he's crude and ridiculous yay so where have we gone as where you can't enjoy fun anymore i don't get it. no you can't
1: you can't enjoy anything crude man anything crude that's just vulgar
0: Uh oh, my my sophistication levels are so high i wish he'd shut up he just won't yeah. shut up he's the worst part yeah. of the game but if it's, you like ugh. if you like shadow warrior one and two you're gonna love three <laughs> if you love doom this is like so Doomy now yes
1: they went full on doom yeah. and i went yes i love this i want to play it this
0: looks great and it looks like a lot of fun to play, but it's not my type of thing. The first Shadow Warrior, it was sort of gory and it was pretty over the top, but it wasn't like this is. So if you love Doom, get this. I know you love Doom. You should get this. Now the second game that's right up, it's right up your alley, and I know it is, and you're going to have to wait for me to explain why. I was sitting on Metacritic like I do. Recent video game releases. Variable barricade. And I went, what is that? And the little little tiny picture that I was looking at on my phone that was like two millimeters wide, I saw an anime face. (sighs) And I went, okay, I know what this is. This is going to be like 13 Sentinels again. There's going to be like anime people with, with their variable barricade robots defending the city. This is it. And I looked at it. And in Variable Barricade, you play as the air... To a powerful family in Japan, the sole female heir, and then a bunch of dudes come in and they want to marry you. And you gotta pick which dude you wanna marry. And I was like, this is what Eric has been watching. This is all the animes you've been watching. Cause there's all those animes <laughs> with a lady and then like a reverse harem of dudes. That I fall say it's in a love
1: reverse on. harem, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. So this is what you've been watching. This is what you can play now. To be serious, it's a visual novel game. You do this type of thing, you know, you kind of pick your guy and you go through his route in these traditional kind of dating sim visual novel style. I will say people have said it's actually really funny. You can do lots of crazy goofy scenarios. You can mm-hmm. you can take this guy's route but not do a love route. You can do a, a silly route, a fun route, and everybody's competing type of route. And the art is actually like phenomenal. When I saw screenshots of it, I went, "Something about this art style appeals to me." This isn't my kind of game. I mean, it is just from the reverse role, but I don't know. There you go, Eric. Get Variable Barricade, get Shadow Warrior 3.
1: Now you got to take a look. God bless. Too many games you're trying to present to me, man. That's Too probably just
0: like Princess Harmony Love Rainbow that you were watching on Crunchyroll that you watched all 78 <laughs> who, episodes of.
1: Who even knows? You know how many have... I've watched so many more since then, man. It's disgraceful. It's disgraceful. <laughs> I, don't, I can't even name them. It's ridiculous.
0: <laughs> but I, I mean, for serious though, people said it's really good and it's really fun. Mm-hmm. So if you're into that type of, type of thing... Definitely play it. But speaking of disgraceful, Eric, we would be a disgraceful podcast if we didn't talk about the other big elephant in the room. Like, like, <laughs> like, like this one little thing before you get to the elephant. Oh in the room, no!
1: Matt. Oh no! Like the Wondercash just had themselves a, uh, a, a little show. It's got the uh, Mitsu Teshakai. Te- 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 I can never say it. I don't know. I'm so sorry. But here's the important part, Matt. Yes. At on. Yep. All right, and you know what? Whenever Ash is doing something, I'm paying attention because he's awesome, and it was great to having him on a show a long, long time ago.
0: I mean, they're welcome for us exposing him to the world of podcasting. So they're they're, they're, they're you know uh, I don't I don't think we were the first. A, a but... subtle introduction to you know, hey, they they didn't even <laughs> know who the man was. No, I'm just, I'm just playing. But I was just say I
1: don't think we were the first. I think Ash has been around the block doing some stuff. But it was cool to see Ash come on and, and, and talk about, uh, Tiny Tina's Wonderlands. And then, of course, go into detail about how the VFX area, they'll go crazy sometimes and then have to dial it back. And that was just neat. You know, it's something I've, you know, I've heard about before, but just having him talk about it, I was like, yeah, that does make sense. You want to go nuts. You want to give everybody the best animations you can. But sometimes all of a sudden you combine that with the 30 other animations that everybody else is designing and you don't have a game anymore. You just have lights, lights yeah. on a lights on a screen. And then you have to dumb that down to still be cool, but not destroying everything you're trying to do at the game. That seems difficult. It seems challenging. And it was nice to hear uh, Ash talk about that. And so, you know, go give it a listen if you want to hear our old buddy Ash talk about that with uh mitsu and uh they had a guess i guess moxie and and all that other good stuff so just wanted to give a shout out good job i know uh, mental mars is involved with that uh, whole thing so good on mental mars keep it up cool stuff ladies and gentlemen
0: But another thing you should definitely check out is all the preview stuff that's been dropping for Wonderlands. Everybody's embargoes are up. Our embargo is up so we can finally talk about all the other videos that we watched because we didn't get anything because we need some love. Come on, everybody. But hey, there was the one that I watched was the IGN, like the final preview thing. It was 23 minutes of gameplay. I'm going to start with the positives like I sometimes don't. It looked phenomenal. It looked great. I loved watching it. But do people not aim down sights in Borderlands games? What was with this footage? They didn't aim down sights twice in that whole 26, well, 20 million minutes. Eric, I am always ADS. Are you ADSs, or do you just hip fire like a goof?
1: Oh no, I'm always I'm ADS all the way. Yeah, uh, and this comes from playing Battlefield with my my brethren. Well, yeah, and I used to play I, Call of Duty stuff. So you just you ADS. I play, yeah. B- yeah, I play Battlefield, and that's what you do. You're not going to win if you don't. Period. That's just the way it goes. So I'm always that in Borderlands as well. Now what I'll say, Matt, is I can't relate because I didn't watch any gameplay of none of this. <laughs> now not because I'm lazy; it's because you talked to me and you said, "Eric, let's back, let's let's back up, let's let's, let's rewind, let's me and you play this game on our Borderlands nights and drink beers and actually have a legit experience again." And I went. You know what? You're right. Cuz that's where the magic was. So I'm like, I'm not watching any of this anymore. I'm not watching anything. That's fair. I want every moment and every tiny Tina blurb and every every comment to be fresh in my ears the night we hear it while we're drinking and playing. So that way there's nothing where I just start to kind of catatonic out and all right here's the 30 minutes i watch this is mm-hmm. we'll get through this you know, i don't want any of that i want a hundred percent go i don't have no clue what's happening i need to listen i need to laugh and have a good time with it
0: now that's fair. They didn't go into a bunch of story stuff. They were doing a quest. Uh, okay, well but,
1: I, yeah, I wasn't I, sure. So. I mean,
0: I vaguely remember there's a character and they wanted you to do stuff, but they didn't give the intro or the outro. It was just uh-huh. mostly running around and shooting and using abilities and stuff, which I mean, it looked cool, but there wasn't stuff for me to pick apart. That's for those people who pause the videos and look at the things. Yeah. But that's cool. Everybody should watch it if you're interested in Wonderland's, go check out. There's preview stuff everywhere. Literally everywhere, every human being in the universe other than us has preview stuff for it. But the thing that I was most excited about, because what have I been saying from the second they talked about characters, Eric, what do I always say? But I got to see the skill trees. Uh Eric, we saw those gosh golly skill trees. And I'm going first because I'm saying instantly I'm Spore Warden. I don't care what you want to do. I don't care what anybody says. I don't care what the meta is. Spore Warden. Because I looked in that tree. And that Spore Warden can become, in part, not not in full, they can become Mr. Beef Jr. That Spore Warden, that Spore Ling, the little mushroom dude, can become the Hamburger Kid. Because halfway down that skill tree, if you go into save your soul mode, which is fight for your life, your little Spore dude will come over and try to revive you. That's what Mr. Beef does. I'm living forever. There's a bunch of other cool stuff in that skill tree, but that's the most important thing. That ends up getting it, I'm playing it, First, No matter what, the first thing I'm doing is beeline and straight down to that. Whoo! So
1: we got a problem. All right. Because remember, long ago we talked on an episode about how I'd love to recreate Phoebe mm-hmm. from Battleborn. And of course we laughed because we saw that article that, hey, Melee's not going to be a viable build. You do have to still shoot and do all the things. And so I was like, okay, I kind of, I'll let this dream die. Then as more things came out, it looked more and more like. Maybe it's not like 100% viable to be purely melee, but melee is extremely powerful in this game. You will kill enemies and you will handle business with melee. And I went, hmm, still okay, whatever. But then Jim Ferranda did what he does best. And he went, hey, listen, listen, buddy. Guess what? You know that odd voice that we already talked about that, of course, I'm going to take up because I'm going to be the weirdo who doesn't make sense? You know the female side? It's Elizabeth Maxwell, who voiced Phoebe in Battle Nice. nice. <laughs> and I went, oh, my God. <laughs> Perfect. Oh, my God. How does it get any better than this? It doesn't. It doesn't get better than this. So I already get Phoebe as a voice I was going to do anyway, period. Mm-hmm. And I always do a female character. So that was already on track. Those two things were already going to happen. And then I went, wow. You got to make this happen, because originally me and you were like, well, we got to pick classes that have uh, pets, so that way me and you can just drink beers and let them do all the work and help. I went, nope, can't do it anymore. I have to find a build that focuses on melee weapons, etc., so that I can try to recreate Phoebe as best as humanly possible. Well, guess what? The two that do that are Berserker and the Stablomancer. And I'm like, well, now I've got to make this work somehow. And I can't tell you, I've read through their skills both. It it sounds more like I have to lean towards Stablomancer as my main, with the Berserker being the add, because the Berserker just focuses so much on the hammer and everything else, but the melee perks in there are fantastic. Whereas the Stablemancer gets the cool Whirling Blade... And or the stealth, whichever, but it'd be the cruel, it'd be the cool whirling blade, obviously. But
0: I mean, you could say that's like Phoebe's ability because she whirls before she puts the she does whirl. So you see, technically, it's a whirly blade type of situation.
1: It's gonna have to be interpretive because obviously, you know, (laughs) Phoebe's got phase gate, you know, and true strike, things like that. And I don't see any skills. I've read through them a billion times here, and there's nothing that quite matches those. But I'm like, I got to do the best I can to recreate Phoebe. And, of course, with the character creator now, I'm waiting to see. I hope so bad they've got, like, a shortcut blonde, Mm -hmm. you know, thing going on. I want this to happen so bad. I want it to be a reality. And I feel like it's, like, within my grasp. And even though I had no intention of playing the Berserker or the Stablomancer, to be honest with you, I feel like that's the route I got to go now because of their abilities and because of the possibility that I can do Phoebe in Tiny Teenage Wonderlands.
0: I'm going to throw another monkey wrench in your plans, Eric, because I'm sure you saw it, but you may not be realizing how much you want this thing, even though you're the one who said, I want this thing all the time. This is what I want to do. I know. Because my second, is, it's definitely going to be my second, so no matter what you want to do, that's it. My second is going to be the Clawbringer. Because I that's know. that's the little dragon boy, yes, and you know dragon. where I'm going with this. Because <laughs> on the one side, your dragon, your little wyvern pal, can breathe fire, but on literally just the other side of that same tree, everything turns into lightning. He shoots lightning. He shoots lightning everywhere. He puts a lightning splat on the ground. Oh, if you get this certain ability, when you get shot with things, you. Arch out, arc lightning. You shoot out lightning. When you're getting damaged, you're shooting out lightning. Your thing is shooting lightning. You're shooting lightning. Uh, lightning everywhere, Eric. Lightning everywhere. I'm going to do it. I'm going to be... Uh, it's just meme day for me. I'm Unlimited uh, power. That'll be me. I'm shooting mm-hmm. Mace Windu off the building. Because I'm just going to be lightning god everywhere. As it
1: deserves. Who picks a purple lightsaber? Get out of here. Get zapped off.
0: That's going to be me. All the while, I don't even have to fight... Because the hamburger kid is in there farting and drawing in the enemies. And then, oh, I went down from some stray bullet that got through my lightning madness. Oh, he's just going to run over and res me anyway. While my dragon is just breathing lightning everywhere. Lightning everywhere. Lightning everywhere.
1: everywhere. Man, okay? You don't got to tell me, all right? You don't got to tell me about how picking a couple classes with them wonderful, awesome pets would be. We already discussed it. That's what we were going to do. But this dream, it's too, it's too strong. I thought it was out of reach, but there's too many pieces coming into place. And imagine, imagine me being melee Jones for once. It's a reverse role. Mm-hmm. You get to just stand back and just throw pets in and 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 shoot your gun, and I'm in there just going ape schnips with all sorts of melee abilities, going crazy.
0: I'm down, dude. I'm down, dude. I can't, I can't get you. Can't. It's, uh, oh, had yeah. to, had to jump. Oh, oh. I uh, oh, oh, can't see it because oh. all this lightning everywhere. Yeah, Where too are much you? Things so, z- going on? All I hear is bzz- bzz- bzz. I can't even hear <mah>, you saying I need help. It's zap, zaps everywhere. <laughs> I respond Never mind. It's fine. That's cool. I just killed everybody anyway. So come on back. There's there's a legendary down here. Come get it.
1: It'll be worth it. It'll be worth it. It's gonna be great. I look forward to it. I do. I do wish. I just wish that one of those two classes did have some more skills that were similar to what Phoebe has, mm-hmm. but just none of them do. It's just you know just melee in general and and whatnot. And then they got the whirlwind, but that's you know that's a wrath thing, not a mm-hmm. a Phoebe thing, really. So I'm like ah, oh. but I got to do it. I got to try. I got to try, and I'm gonna I'm gonna go in there and I'm gonna put together the best build I can with those two classes, Matt and make, hopefully, Phoebe Jr., and I can just relive our old days all over again.
0: And now, obviously, we're not going to talk about the other two classes, because I will never play anything other than those two. I looked at the Graveborn, looked cool, but the whole health up and down thing with your two abilities, where one, I hate that. one slowly I like, drains your health like until you that. hit this port, and then you do this yep. one, and it jumps back up a little bit, sounded really cool. There's There's a ton of cool stuff in all the other skill trees, but they're not for me. Like, a couple of the other ones I was looking at, It was a lot of building stacks and spending stacks, which I've never been a stacks guy. I know that's probably going to be like the meta. Like for Gage, it was the anarchy stacks. That's where you go through the roof with your anarchy stacks and you cash them in, and that's how you do the big damage. I've never been a stacks guy. I don't like stacks, so those just aren't for me. I'm not saying they're bad. I'm not saying you know anything else other than I found my two, and I found the order that they're going to go in, and I'm going to do all the things, and it makes me... So happy. Looking down the Spore Warden skill tree made me the most happy that I've been in a long time. In a long time. And I went, yes, it's the Hamburger Kid. He's here. Mr. Beef walked so the Hamburger Kid could run, even though the abilities are kind of in the reverse. Because Mr. Beef is going to be cooler, but he's going to be the Hamburger Kid. It's going to be good.
1: And see, I'll tell you this. I do have a second character that I am going to roll 100%. It's going to be the original character I was going to create which was going to be the Clawbringer and the Spellshad. Those two, I thought, 100%, that's what I'm going to be. That's what we were going to roll with. But since I have to do this other one first, because that's just the way life is that's the way life is taking me, that's what it'll be. But I do have a second one, and it will be my off character that I'll play, you know, whatever. And maybe if I completely fail and just suck at trying to make Phoebe a reality, I can always switch it back to my OG plan, which is Clawbringer, spell shot. So just letting everybody know out there, I see everything, I'm watching it, and I intend to follow through with both and we'll see which one prevails.
0: So it's kind of a weird, lopsided, backwards, abbreviated sort of an episode here, because there's so much more we could talk about in here. Hey, no, stop. Some of the actual skills, I mean, it's... We're talking about this first because I've meant to mention it the last two weeks, and I always forget because I never put it down here. Two weeks ago, three weeks ago, four weeks ago, a million weeks ago, They put out a little... It's a tiny article. It's like this big. I'm making hand gestures nobody can see on the Tiny Tina's Wonderlands page where your character, you can equip two rings and an amulet. So that's already more pieces of equipment that you can use. You have armor. You have two rings. You have an amulet. There's something called a ward. In that preview footage, there are six equipment slots. I'm not even sure if I'm getting them all. This is slowly getting more and more RPG-like. And I love this because more things means more stats that I can put on my character, more uh-huh. more ways I can manipulate my skills, my spells, my gun damage, my pet damage, my whatever. I love pulling the strings. There's more strings here to pull. And I got so excited when I read it. And I went, yeah, that's cool. I'm going to go home. We're going to talk about it on the show. And then we got busy with this or that or the other thing. And I've never mentioned it. I'm mentioning it here. There's, a, there's more equipment here, which means more RPG-ness, which means some more awesome things. And I'm so excited. There, I finally said it. <laughs> you did
1: finally say it, and that is awesome. And not to mention that apparently the spells are going to be like the guns, so they'll have the different stats and everything mm-hmm. else. So you you might get the spell, but you might get the max stat of the way you want it to roll, and you're going to have to go find a better one. It's insane. Like, it feels and sounds insane right now, the amount of customability that's going to be there. Customability. I mean, you know, that, that ain't the right word. Customization's the right word. But you're just
0: trying to get, you're just trying to get another title, but I'm not going to give you yeah. customability because people will unsubscribe from the <laughs> podcast if they see that. You're not
1: getting that one. <laughs> all right, I I'll let it die the vine, but I wanted to try. It sounded good. It sounded great. But I'll just say, yes, you're right, Matt. It is awesome that we're getting all these different slots to equip and find more gear for to make our character the way we want them to be and hope that they are. <sighs> And just gives us more playability, all in all, just more ways to go farm, grind, do whatever we got to do to find that piece that we really want to be the best us, to be the best me you can be, which is letting those pets, not anymore, this is a dead dream. Let's saying pets just let my just pets do all the work. Yeah, your pets will do all the work. I'll pretend to do work for like 40 minutes and then your pets will just finish the You'll
0: job. go, oh, I went in stealth mode, but I can't I can't find anything because there's all this yeah, lightning so and pets everywhere. I, I seem go, to
1: just be invisible. It's crazy. It'd be like me playing Zero
0: the first time, trying yes. to chase Death Trap around <laughs> as he killed everything. <laughs> <laughs> but I think... That pretty much wraps up our weird and wild and rambling and shouting discussions over the course of the show. But what about you out there in Podcast listener land? What are you excited about? Is it Elden Ring right now? Is it Tiny Tina's Wonderlands around the corner? Is it the preview stuff you just saw? Let us know via the email, thirdshiftme gmail.com, on the Twitter machine at thirdshiftme. And find us on Facebook under Third Shift.
1: Indeed you can find us on the old Facebook, or you can go over to Patreon. Like a little tip jar, you can throw a one buck, two bucks, three bucks, any kind of bucks our way keeps the lights on pays that pod bean pays all the bills keeps us floating and going we appreciate anything you do throw us at over there all of you who have in the future past and or present you're all so appreciated thank you very much but i do understand money's money if you can't i say it all the time but please please consider mailbag questions answering us on the old twitters talking to us you know hanging out doing whatever all that's great stuff Giving us the five-star ratings on Spotify. Giving us the five-star ratings on iTunes. All those help the channel, us, Third Shift, keep going. We appreciate it. And thank you to those who have done it in the past. Very much appreciated.
0: And thank you to those who will be listening to our very next episode, which will be dropping on the 10th of March, which you can find on iTunes, on Stitcher, on Podbean, on Spotify, and on YouTube. And as I always say, Hey, if you like what we're doing and you'd like to help us out, please give us a like, a rating, a you, a comment, a subscription, any kind of good thing on any one of those good services, because it does help us out, and we really do appreciate it.
1: We do appreciate it. Indeed, we do. That five-star rating, I'm telling you what, it's going to skyrocket us to the moon. And speaking of which, I'll tell you, Matt, and I'll tell everybody else listening, all right? We had an idea, Matt. Nuke and Duke. All right. Mm-hmm. It's going to take us to the moon. It was going to make us a billion dollars. We're going to be rich. We're going to be famous. We're going to have all the stars on the show. Everyone's going to love us. This is what we had. All right. I was listening to another podcast just recently. Just recently. This podcast happens to have a bajillion Patreon members, a bajillion everything. They're richer in all hell. And one of their patrons, because they list them all, was Nuke and Duke. And I went, Son you of a son bitch. Of a, you son of a bitch. How dare you listen to us? And try to steal our ideas, steal our things, and go to your little rich fancy pants podcast and try to be something greater than you are. How dare you, sir or ma'am, whoever has done
0: it? How dare you? You better be one of our patrons too. Like, if you want to be the the patron with that name for them, that's great. But you better be one of our patrons too, because if you took you took from us, so now you got to give back to us. You should if, give back, bring back to yes. us, yes. Like,
1: Bring back to us that which you took, okay? And we'll be square and fair. i just tell you that. I'll tell you that. Square and fair. That's how I deal in the world. Eye for an eye. I got a knife in my hand. Eye for an eye.
0: You're, trying, you're gunning for that title again. I'm not going to give it to you. I'm not going to give you square and fair. No. That's not <laughs> that's what it's going to be. That's a good
1: one. That's such a good one.
0: Come on. It's going to be the play. longest title in the world because it's going to be whatever it is, but not square and fair and also not Whatever the last thing was, and I've Whatever already forgot. Whatever the last one, you
1: don't even remember. You have <laughs> forgotten it. See, it was you such a bad title.
0: I don't even remember. No, it, it
1: wasn't a bad title. You're terrible.
0: <laughs> but what's not terrible is saying to everybody that there's nothing else to say, but to tell, to
1: forget
0: to say. Gonna give you all these titles, waste. Up and, and sit, sit down. down.